Welcome to the Soul Talks podcast, where we equip pastors, leaders, and other men and women in ministry to thrive with Jesus in their life and leadership. Now let's join Bill and Christy Galtier, doctors in psychology, spiritual directors, and founders of Soul Shepherding. Hello, Soul Talk friends. We are blessed to be in community with you and follow Jesus together. Today we have a special podcast for you. We're going to be talking about grateful emotions and how to be a more grateful person in honor of Thanksgiving and this season in which we appreciate so many of our blessings from the Lord. And, uh, you know, there's a ton of research on the value and benefits of gratitude. Let's just give a quick definition here of what is, what is thankfulness? What is gratitude? Well, it's being appreciative, uh, having an attitude of uh, thankfulness for something good and beautiful and beneficial that we've received or that we will receive from another person or from God. So it's enjoying and focusing on the positive things. And gratefulness is completed when we express that appreciation, that attitude with words of thankfulness, with smiles, uh, hugs, gifts, prayers, uh, something that, that comes out of us. And Gosh, the gratitude research on Thanksgiving shows that being thankful has the strongest link to mental health and physical well-being of any of the 30 most commonly studied personality traits. It's incredible. You think about different personality traits that get get studied, like being responsible or being compassionate or hardworking or being um, uh, intelligent, so many different traits, but Thankfulness is the one that has the strongest tie to the health benefits. And there are so many health benefits that the research shows to being thankful. Thankful people are happier, they're less stressed, they're more social, they're more purposeful, they sleep better, they have fewer health complaints, they have increased financial well-being, and they're more altruistic, more generous, more caring, more helpful. So that's incredible. And it's all in God's word, isn't it? The Bible teaches us on being thankful. Give thanks always, give thanks in all circumstances. Shout to the Lord with thanksgiving, enters gates with thanksgiving. So many things that scripture tells us. And certainly in our relationship with God, when we are intimate and uh, connected to the Lord, I think thanksgiving naturally flows because every good and perfect gift we recognize is from God, and we're able to be appreciative of that. But we also can do some things to help us grow in this area. And so one of the things that can help us in this is just recalling to mind, waking up to it. What am I thankful for today? So I'm thinking right now, Bill, I'm feeling especially thankful for our our Soul Talk friends that have joined us week to week that are in this community seeking to grow in Christ together and to follow Jesus, the good shepherd of our souls. And I'm feeling thankful. And I want to give a call out to Nikki Bradshaw. Nikki has been listening to our podcasts here for almost seven years. This February will be our seventh year anniversary of recording Soul Talks. Seven years of Soul Talks. Now we've had... Uh over 36 years of soul talks, but for seven yes. years we've been recording them on this podcast. <laughs> yes, and I, I'm amazed that people want to listen. And I, I'm so thankful they do. And so we got to meet Nikki, and here she listens every week, and she has since 2016, and that's amazing to me. So I'm thankful for that, and I'm thankful 
for all of you that listen and tune in with us. And I'm thankful that I got to meet Nikki because we were hiring and we had a listing and sent out in, in our weekly email that we were hiring. And Nikki sent us a cover letter and a resume and we hired her. And so I'm thankful. So we are thankful for you and our Soul Talks community. And if you're interested to work for Soul Shepherding, let us know. And gosh, I just love the words of Paul in so many uh, ways. He's, he's like a psychologist. Long before there were psychologists, we had soul doctors, and, and Paul's one of the best. And Philippians 4 is an amazing text around uh, gratitude and positive emotions and uh, healthy feelings, healthy faith. He says, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything. I need to pause right there because sometimes we put a period there as though he's saying don't have anxious feelings. But what he actually is saying, but in everything, meaning all things, including the things that you are stressed about or worried about, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. So there is the power of thankfulness he's drawing us to and also presenting our requests to God. We have needs, we have struggles, we have hurts, we have challenges, being emotionally honest about that with the Lord and Scripture says with other people too. Well, and actually that with thanksgiving actually helps us in our prayer because it increases our faith because it's helping us to realize that that God is with us as I'm anxious and I'm committing what I'm anxious about in prayer to the Lord. And I do that with a thankfulness that he hears me, mm-hmm. that he's with me in it, that I'm not alone, that he has the power to help me with this. Yeah. So in order to receive compassion, grace, or wisdom, strength from God, in addition to asking for it, present your request to God, Paul says, we also need to be thankful for the kind of God we have that he listens and cares and helps and that additive thankfulness helps us to absorb the the grace that God gives us because if we if we don't appreciate it it doesn't get in mm-hmm. and it increases my faith as i remember that i have a reason to be thankful that this is a god who's faithful and that there's all these ways he's answered prayers before that i've experienced his goodness and so he's saying when we turn to the lord and find our joy in God rather than in worldly things, and we present our request to God and we're thankful, then the peace of God, this is Philippians 4, and we're at verse 7 now, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, is like better than anything you could figure out, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. That's the, the power of peace, that it guards us, it protects us, And then he says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. Again, he comes back to the God of peace and and well-being. And so one of the most famous verses in there is think about such things and the power of thinking on 
the things that are are true and excellent and praiseworthy and lovely and all that. And uh, we get actually quite a bit of teaching in our Christian world of uh, podcasts and books and sermons and messages and so forth around uh, thinking on the things that are true from Scripture, thinking of things that are, are positive and good, and this will help us to be joyful. And there are certainly important truths to that, uh, and yet there's some limitations also. Well, it's it's definitely important that we direct our thoughts to, to important things that, that we can be thankful for and that we sometimes go hunting for things to be thankful for, directing our mind to those things, reminding ourselves and thanking God for those. But there are some times when we are lamenting or grieved where there's some emotions that might be in the way of our being able to be thankful or might color our ability to think and remember and tune in and appreciate those things. And sometimes we need to have a safe space or a place to kind of get unclogged from those negative emotions. That that happened for me yesterday. I was experiencing some grief, some lament, wrestling with some hurt feelings. And I had a, an appointment that just happened to be scheduled already in advance with my spiritual director as a part of my ongoing spiritual disciplines and rhythm of life. And it was in that appointment as I began to share my grief and share my stress that I got unclogged. And at the end of the appointment, I was just filled with all this, all these very deep and powerful and strong emotions of gratitude and thankfulness. Now, I didn't set out, I didn't have a goal, like as a result of my spiritual direction session today, I want, I want to end up a more thankful person, or I want to end up feeling thanks and praise to God. I, that wasn't conscious or in my mind or my intention, but it happened organically as I was emotionally honest and as I shared and let myself grieve and lament and process through the negative emotions that were getting in the way. If if he had started that session and said, now my goal for you in this session is that you will be, I probably would have gone to shame over all the negative emotions I was feeling mm. and wrestling with and would have hidden those. The shame would have increased and I wouldn't have returned to this place of thankfulness and joy that I ended up with. Mm-hmm. And even, even after the spiritual direction session, you're saying it's not like you chose to think about all all the great things and then Mm-mm. that brought you joy and peace it no, was it organically came I, I organically felt so thankful it was like my soul felt restored and with that restored feeling i was i was awoken to all that just happened i was awoken to all that god was doing that was bigger than that your thoughts followed your feelings exactly yes it came out of your body Yes, and it came out of the uh, embodied uh, social, relational interaction that you had with your spiritual director. Mm-hmm. Right, and so this is illustrating that while it's true that our thoughts influence our feelings, it's also true that our feelings influence our thoughts. Yes, and we can we can do some things now to make a choice to do something like you had to think about scheduling the spiritual direction mm-hmm. appointment. Mm-hmm. So there's the, the point is there's this interaction between all the right. different functions of our personality. Yes. The way we teach it in our soul shepherding Institute is really just to take the line from Jesus in his greatest commandment that we would love the Lord, our God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind, with all our strength and love our neighbors ourself. And so there are the functions of a human being, heart and soul and, and mind. Mind includes actually thoughts and feelings in the ancient world. 
uh, and our strength, which is our body, our habits, and then our relationships. So these are all the, the functions or dynamics of a human personality. And they all like interrelate. There's mm-hmm. lines going back and forth. It's not as simple as just change your thoughts, change change your life. It's like, well, we need to pay attention to our, all the aspects, all the functions of our soul and our personality, and we want them all to be healthy. And all of them can be a part of gratitude. Yeah. So I love that story. You know, I have a similar story. So I went out this morning and I'm blessed that one of my few friends that are like spiritual directors to me and we give each other spiritual direction. One of those I was with today and went for a run together and we took turns listening to each other and asking each other, well, how are you sensing God's presence? How can I pray for you? And and giving each other that gift of listening and empathy and uh, so, yeah, I, I came out of that very grateful. And uh, why was I grateful? Well, it, it wasn't like I just chose to think on all the things that are excellent and praiseworthy. It, it was like I was in the beauty of God's creation, running around a lake and sky's blue and uh, trees are all around and it's just lovely all, all around me. And, and I'm enjoying that and I'm thinking about it too. And that's washing over me unconsciously when I'm not even thinking about it. And, and it's it blessing my soul. And I just love to be out in nature and God's, God's creation. And I experience God that way. And then I'm in conversation with my friend and we're listening to each other. We're praying for each other and, and putting energy into each other's lives. And so I'm feeling uh, supported and nourished and cared for and encouraged. And it, it makes my soul smile and I give thanks to God. And it wasn't like I just you know, pushed myself and forced myself, okay, you got to be grateful and think about all the good things. It was like, it's just coming out of me because I was in a relationship where God was present. And so uh, I think that so much of life works that way. And if we can have rhythms in our life, like being in nature, like uh, praying scripture, and like talking with a spiritual director, uh, these things do so much to cultivate a grateful life, and the, the positive emotions that can go with gratitude. And so we want you to grow in gratefulness. We, we want you to grow in the positive feelings of love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and faithfulness and gentleness and self-control. That's all Galatians 5, uh, fruit of the Spirit. And uh, the nine aspects, dimensions of the fruit of the Spirit, they're they're not emotions per se, but they include emotions, particularly love and joy and peace. Uh, Normally, there is an emotional feeling, uh, tone, uh, energy, blessing that goes with those characteristics. Those are conditions of being and just like we were saying in the uh, love and the greatest commandment it's the same it's the same way all those dimensions of heart and soul and mind and strength and relationships are present in the fruit of the spirit and they all hang together they're not um, nine separate fruits by the way uh, if you get one and you really get it, the, the other eight are flowing with it because they're all aspects of the Holy Spirit. This this is really a Holy Spirit life of being in relationship with God and breathing in and out with the Holy Spirit. And so these are some of the keys to the gratefulness. Uh, you know, another one of our friends in uh, Australia, uh, in our Soul Shepherding Institute with us, and we are thankful 
gosh, we have had people from around the world. I think 15 different countries have joined us in our Soul Shepherding Institute retreats, and most of them going on to get a certificate in spiritual direction. And so we were in Colorado Springs recently with uh, 38 uh, women and men who are in different walks of life, different uh, occupations, uh, pastors, missionaries, spiritual directors, uh, small group leaders, uh, people in in business, soul friends, lot, lots of different people, but everybody is serving the Lord in a different way, and, and uh, most are connected to the church in some way, uh, particularly as, as pastors and, and ministry spouses. And so our friend in Australia, she says, um, just she's without even being told, she's like practicing gratefulness. She sends us a letter. Thank you for hosting a beautiful retreat. Thank you for uh, just the time that we spent together. And she's she experienced the Institute online because we have a Zoom room and some people come in through Zoom. Most of us were there in person at the retreat center. And she's sharing how she felt invigorated and rested and how she enjoyed going because in Australia, she's near the ocean. She would run by the beach every morning and and she says, thank you for the spiritual direction times, because that's part of the Institute. And she's talking about her soul being like a garden and how she's learning that in Institute Week and how spiritual direction, as you've just shared, Christy, helps her with that. She says, thank you for the reminder to be healthy in whatever stage we're in, because in this retreat, we were talking about the, the Christ stages of our book, Journey of the Soul, the, the stages of faith. And that's part of the the analogy she was writing about, about her, her soul being like a garden, because that goes with being in the I stage of the inner journey. And she was appreciating things that you had said about that, Christy, about so helpful, especially in the I stage. We need to like protect our, our, the garden of our soul. I think you described it as like putting caution tape around the garden. Maybe, maybe explain that so everybody understands. Well, when we're in the inner journey, it's often a season where we're needing to do some healing and where God is also doing some deep work of uprooting some things in our lives. And so we need to put some boundaries up around our soul to protect us in these new plantings to be able to get rooted and strong and to grow and to get God pouring extra water on there, extra fertilizer on there. It's a, it's kind of like we need to say the garden's closed right now and put up those boundaries to give our best attention to participating with that cultivating work God's doing. And then the next season of spirit-led ministry, it's like all that goes, the caution tape goes away, the gates open up, and people get to come and feed off of the fruit of what God's done during for, that energy. For a season, season. because we, we, we've been at the wall, maybe we're burned out or spiritually dry. We've overextended in the yes. our stage of responsibilities in ministry. And so we're, we're needing uh, to um, put out the, the boundaries and the garden needs to be renovated. There needs to be mm-hmm. some new, new planting, some rehabilitation. And sometimes we need an extended season. And that's, we call that the inner journey season in, in the acronym of Christ, Christ stages, um, the stages of faith, stages of emotional and spiritual growth. And uh, so this this is all in our book, Journey of the Soul, if you haven't read that yet. But so our friend from Australia is giving thanks for the teaching and the the affirmation, the validation of her, her garden time with the Lord and protecting that and needing to, to renew and heal in, in that season. 
And then she gives thanks for uh, her, she says her favorite exercise uh, in the Soul Shepherding Institute retreat, because we do a number of different soul care uh, exercises like scripture meditations and having soul talks with each other. And as we, she already thanked us, like, you know, like in this letter, uh, talking with the spiritual director, but uh, we had her, everyone do uh, writing a letter expressing their desires for their relationship with the Lord and cultivating a, a heart for God. And so she had a special prayer time around doing that journaling experience and said that the Lord gave her a mystical experience, a special touch of his love uh, in her uh, TLC time, which is, TLC stands for To Love Christ. And so every day in the Institute, we take five hours and we mentor everyone in five hours of solitude and silence for their soul care. And one of the things that people tend to do, along with things like taking a hike or a walk or a nap, uh, is they'll do some of the exercises that we give them in the notebook. And so she had this mystical experience. And then the, the next day I taught on special experiences, special touches and hearing God's voice and, and getting uh, teaching around well, what's that like and, and what does God's voice sound like and what kinds of experiences might we have and what does the Bible say about this? And so we did a whole teaching on that. And she said, wow, I experienced it before you taught it. And that was such a sweet gift and God is so good. And, and then the, the, the language in the notebook helped me process this more with the Lord and so uh, then she just closes this and says, thank you, this is a letter of gratitude. I'm just illustrating a, a grateful heart here. And of course, just for us as the teachers reading this, it makes us grateful and happy in the Lord because it's like, yeah, God is present and, and we're all learning and growing. She says, thank you so much for, the, for, uh, for soul shepherding, for the way that you are modeling, following Jesus to us. It is inspirational, but also very organic and authentic. And then she said, this is a, interesting, because uh, during this retreat, uh, there was a particular stressful situation that was going on in, in my life, and I had difficulty sleeping one night, which is very uncommon for me in, in our Soul Shepherding Institute retreats, because, Christy, you and I go on retreat with everybody, even though we're teaching, we do it as participant leaders, but we all bring our life into everything we do, and that includes going on retreat, and so... I was stressed about something and I had difficulty sleeping. And so I had shared that with you, Christy, and processed that with you and you ministered to me in that. And then I, I, I overflowed by then inviting everybody on the, re, on the retreat into that experience with me. Uh, and she says, I was very moved by Bill sharing authentically how he struggled to sleep because of the stress that he was under and his willingness to share that with the group. And that gave me courage to be uh, authentic and honest uh, in my prayers and in my uh, conversations during the retreat. And so, yeah, she's, this is our, our friend from Australia's letter of, of gratefulness. And that's the kind of thing that we can do with this. And Thanksgiving time, just a great reminder to send somebody, a, a, it doesn't even have to be a long letter. It could just be a, a text message or uh, an email or when you're with somebody, but you just say, you know, thank you. I really appreciate this about you. And uh, such a blessing when we do that. And it, it uh, makes us feel better and helps us connect with God. Lord Jesus, we are so very grateful to you for your love, for your presence, for your pursuit of us. And we ask that you by your spirit would awaken us more and more to the gifts that you give us. 
and that you would enable us to more and more take time to participate in responsiveness with appreciation to you and to others that are conduits of your grace to us. We pray, Lord, that you would protect us from rushing through, especially as we enter this season with the days counting down to to the end of the year, to celebrating Christmas that often comes with more increased stress and, and pressures. Would you enable us to put up that the caution tape, to put up the boundaries that are needed so that we can focus in on you and not miss the pre- and not, not fail to be appreciative and grateful, to enjoy your presence and the many ways you manifest your goodness and grace to us. We do thank and praise you that you will be with us every day in this season. And we want to be alive and alert to your gifts. We want to be like the leper that came back and said thank you, not like the nine that didn't. So we thank you. You hear our prayers, that you want this too, and that these prayers are in accordance with your will, that you are faithful and will do it. Amen. Friends, if we could give you a gift, it would be to connect with a Soul Shepherding Senior Spiritual Director. And it's so simple. Anytime, any day, you can go on to soulsharpening.org, click on the link for uh, talking to a spiritual director, and you can connect with somebody who will give you empathy, will pray for you, ask you great questions, guide you in your journey of the soul through the Christ stages, and a host of other tools that could be really helpful for your emotional health and, and healthy relationships and uh, especially your, your intimacy with Jesus and uh, spiritual growth. So go on to soulshepherding.org, click on talk to a spiritual director anytime and you'll get the help you need. Thank you for joining us on the Soul Talks podcast. To find out more about growing in your life and leadership, subscribe to the podcast and visit us at soulshepherding.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram 